Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion. June's coming in hot, both temperature and release-wise, and we thought it'd be appropriate since we're halfway through the year, let's take some time, let's step back, and let's look at the best releases of the year so far, possible contenders for sneakers of the year. Y'all know what it is. We've been doing this. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. Damn, son, where'd you find this? what it is we've been doing this we literally we do this episode all the time it's just different this time now true yeah damn i guess you holy shit that applies to we've been doing this before it's different hey everybody this on this episode we're gonna talk about shoes oh man this is such a refreshing podcast i know <laughs> this time laces keep them or treat them <laughs> this time they're different shoes imagine that <laughs> they keep making them <laughs> no but like we said at the top of the episode we are halfway through the year so we're going to go through some of our favorite releases so far shoes that we think might make sneaker of the year at least in our own personal books tanner how do you feel going into this episode was there enough options for you to choose from or were you just kind of scratching at the dirt trying to find water it became easier let me tell you what beginning of the year very tasty lot of lot to pick from mm. then this little thing called young covid came and man it was <laughs> tough for a couple months big rona yeah but i will say spoiler alert june looking pretty tight we'll see we'll see how the back half of 2020 goes but we gonna focus on f- focus on the focus focus on the front nine <laughs> Fercocet. Fer- molly Fercocet. <laughs> we're gonna focus on the front nine of 2020 for this one you know but you you kiddos get ready with your blankets and hot cocoa because come december we're gonna talk about the back nine but we got six more months of the hellhole that 2020 has been so let's just hope we make it to december fingers crossed so again i think it's a pretty straightforward episode but here's how we're gonna do it we'll each go through our list tenor will go first and then i'll go we'll talk about our honorable mentions for sneaker of the year, and then we'll each give our top three. And going into this, I'll say I was actually surprised that there was no overlap between our two lists. I don't know if you intentionally tried to get different shoes on your list than mine, or did you genuinely feel like like there was no question for you? It was pretty easy with the ones uh, that I picked. I definitely didn't look at your list and try to steer away. I thought my number three was going to make your list as well because we were both very excited about it. Um, but no, I, I it's not like I tried to steer away. I think we have pretty opposite-esque picks for ours, but it, it was pretty easy to select mine. I, I did have to go between, like I think, maybe two or three shoes for my honorable mention, but I finally selected one. I think it was correct. Well, speaking of honorable mention, let's go ahead and get to it. So this contestant... It's not on the podium with the Olympians. There's three of them up there. This is maybe someone in the crowd eating nachos, extra jalapenos. Who's out there watching? My honorable mention for so far of 2020. Ryan, can I get a a drum roll? Uh, You want want a drummer style or a Tanner style drum roll? Uh, For honorable mention, give a Tanner style. I'm a scat man. 
Ivy Park and Adidas Ultra Boost. Yay. Yes. Um, I thought this whole collab was really good, and specifically, I thought the Ultra Boost was really clean. I love. I'm, I'm never a big fan of like a solid color shoe, but there was just something so good about this like burgundy, this like maroon, like color shoe. It just it, it looks super good. I love kind of the how it looks like there's extra lacing that kind of got like knotted up along the back where like your heel is it's just a good looking shoe i really think they knocked it out of the park and no surprise that you know queen b herself did an amazing collab so the whole collab itself was great but specifically my favorite aspect of the collab was the ultra boost yeah the ivy park collection was a good first impression that we got of maybe what we can expect to come from beyonce and adidas working together so i don't know if we can expect a whole nother collection this year but Definitely looking forward to what's on the horizon. Not mad at the first little meal that we got from the chefs in the kitchen. Ooh, I mean, perfectly executed right there. I agree. I I hope that they do. Um, I'd love to see a continued line with Beyonce. Uh, So I think they started off strong. Whether or not they want to just end it there seems kind of crazy that they would um maybe beyonce moves on to another company and just kind of bounces around doing collections here and there she is yonce she could but i'd love another adidas collection that's very true she is queen bay uh but coming in at number three i decided i'm gonna go ahead and and do a a top three save the best for last i'm gonna go my number three my third place uh, definitely a shoe that both of us fell in love with was the Nike Air Max 1 of the City Pack, but the London colorway. Ooh. We fell in love with this like cool gray, very dark blue uh, shoe. It's got a lot of different hard cuts with material and colors, but they really found a way to make this work. And it's just a beautiful shoe. It's on the Air Max 1 silhouette which is just i mean absolute classic and i fell in love with this and i feel like they made the shoe just for us because they put a little bit of hit of some corduroy on there and there we go as as if i didn't need a reason to get this shoe but it is amazing i definitely uh will see myself picking this up with a a decent price you know when the price kind of gets to something i'm a little bit more comfortable with um hopefully we'll go ahead and see this sitting on my shoe shelf because it is a beautiful shoe that i think will go with everything yeah it'd be nice if we saw the prices on these eventually come down i think really the only way that's going to happen is if you go used because these were an eu exclusive release so oh yeah when the images first leaked online you and i were both very excited at the prospect of getting them but then yeah when we found out it was region exclusive and it just kind of slipped through our fingers sad to see this one go because like you said it is such a good looking shoe absolutely i would love for them to do more packs like this kind of go global i think that would be a really fun thing if you're a big air max collector i think that would be a fun um something to grab and and have in your collection so we'll see we'll see what they do but i definitely one day hope to own the london and all right now that the mild hype is done, let's let's turn up the flames, okay? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all hype beasts, okay? And we can't help but be 
a sucker for hype. Roll credits. Uh, so my silver medal is the Travis Scott <sighs> Nike SB Dunk Low, which probably mm. is the most hype sentence you could say for 2020 <laughs> is involving Dunk and Travis Scott together. The only thing yeah. that would make it more hype is somehow involving either Yeezy or Off-White. But we only got Travis Scott for this one. Um, but I really, really love this shoe. Um, I think with or without Travis Scott being a part of the shoe, it would still sell really, really great. I love the the hints of this like tan or khaki colorway. The uh, the paisley, like this like blue color, it looks great. Then they've got the plaid in there. I love the thick yarn laces for it. I really think it's just a great shoe. It just looks so, so awesome. And I love the materials that it used because the more you use it, the more you wear, it's going to show that love. Um, it works because it's a dunk and it's supposed to be skated in. So I love it. The colorway is great. It's a dunk. How do you not like a dunk? Um, and it just so happens to have one of the hottest collabs of 2020. Travis Scott attached to it. So it sold instantaneously. And if you were lucky enough to grab this shoe, awesome for you because great shoe. My guy just hit all the talking points. It feels like the Top Gun soundtrack over here, take my breath away, didn't really leave me with too much to say. I think you hit it all, <laughs> nail on the head. I agree, Tanner. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, now can I get an actual, like a proper drum roll for my number one, please? I'll be honest, I have no idea how you did that. That's crazy. You could have just... <laughs> And to me, you could have had a drum roll track queued and ready to go. I mean, that was yeah, insanely how accurate that was. App on the iPhone. <laughs> My number one for halfway through 2020 goes to the off-white collab Air Jordan 5. Woo! Claps mm. in chat. I mean, the 5 being my favorite silhouette of a jordan i think this looks absolutely amazing it's got this light gray all around it i love the material this ikea bag material that he used for the wrap on this jordan 5 i don't get the window and cutting the window out but virgil you do you my man <laughs> this shoe is beautiful it again to me, with or without the collaboration with Off-White, I still think this shoe holds so much to it. Um, I really think that it would sell through the roof. Uh, and I think a, p a part of me that really loves this shoe is that it's not super branded with the Off-White. Um, yeah. It's almost even that kind of like... I guess like scan that they do on the shoe that gives like some detail-esque about the silhouette. It's even covered up mainly by the shoe. And I think that that is just super great. And it really showed how perfect this shoe came out for 2020. So halfway through so far, definitely I have a feeling we'll make the list, but so far this is my number one for 2020. Okay. Good front runner. Do you think Virgil was just like sitting there eating some Swiss cheese and he was like, Hold on, I got an idea for a shoe now. Ooh, he he definitely could have been. I, but then he he didn't. He he was like, "Here's the hole." And then people were like, "Yo, this shoe's crazy." And then Virgil's like, "Yo, uh, just in case you have a scalpel laying around, you can go ahead and dissect this shoe." 
<laughs> yeah, I would really love to see him do that tutorial with like a pair of scissors, something more people might have in their house. But yeah, I love how he's like, hey, yeah. just go ahead and grab your scalpel. And I was like, not that many of us are doctors. Not too many yeah, RNs in the club right now, Virgil. Mm-mm. And I don't think you would have that at your house. Um, but okay, Verge, you know, very cool that you were just like, hey, cut cut, cut the holes out. Um, and people were like, well, uh, why? Um, and he didn't, he didn't say. He just was like, do it or don't. I don't care. Buy the shoe. Yeah, this is a really good shoe. One of my favorite off-white collaborations that has come out in the recent years anyways. Good colorway especially. It still makes me want to get a used pair of Wolf Gray 5s, which I might at some point. I've been saying that for months now, so it's probably not happening, but I'm just going to keep saying that it might happen at some point. Speak it into existence. If I keep saying it, eventually it's going to happen. If I keep taking L's on all these new releases that come out, then it's going to have to happen eventually just because my itch is going to make me buy something, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I 100% agree. I, I will say to me... This is the best off-white um, that I've seen. This or like the uh, the four, kind of like that bread four oh, that he did. No, not what I thought you were going to say. Are you going to do canary yellow one? No, nope, also no. Ooh, I really thought Ooh. this would be, I really thought we'd be on the same page on this one. Oh, what do you got? OG Prestos. This and OG Prestos are the oh, two for me. Oh, man, I forgot. Yeah, OG Prestos. Mm, that is a good one. Ooh, yeah, it's between those two. OG Prestos, but they I mean they hit it out of the park. So again, that's another off-white where it's like, dude, can you Nike please make this shoe but not off-white so I can buy it? Cuz yeah, I love it's it. It's a good-looking shoe. But, you know, eh. well that's a good list. Yeah, th- thank you. Thank you, you know. But hey, we both made a list. So, let's see. <laughs> I love that segue. But hey, God, Ryan, I'm not the only one with a list on this show. <laughs> let's see. What did you do? Let's see. Let's see if your list stacks up to my list, because I got some pretty big hitters of 2020. I'm not sure what other kind of hitters there are in 2020, but tell the people, Ryan, what do you think so far as your opinion of the best of 2020? I got the big aisle of sneaker list because there's just straight dingers on this list. You know Ooh. what I mean? Bop, bop, bop. Coming in. The honorable mention, the HM. Uh, can I get Ooh. the Tanner style drum roll? <laughs> kind of got Chewbacca on the track for a second there. Oh, okay. Well, it was my take on if a Wookiee would do a drum roll. So. I love that. Oh, thanks. Uh, my honorable mention, the Nike SB and Strange Love Dunk Low. Really good release that came out in February of this year. Very Valentine's themed, velvety, velvety uppers. Got that translucent pink outsole with like the little glitter hearts in it or whatever. Beautiful looking shoe. I don't 100% know the story or the inspiration behind it other than just Valentine's. And maybe that's it. And that can be it. And that's fine. But it's a good shoe. That's why it got on my list. It's not one of my favorites, though, which I guess is why it's in the honorable mention. Hey, does everyone like the point of the show where I explain how an honorable mention works? (laughs) See, this is like... This is like when you go to prom as stag, but like you think it's cool and then you get there and then you're like, I'm alone. That's a strange love. (laughs) I love that analogy. (laughs) That's the honorable mention. So, yeah, I don't know that I've got too much more to say about it other than it's a beautiful shoe. Prices are not coming down at all. Used pairs are not going to be it for me because 
velvet used velvet sorry it's not going to hold up at least i don't think so it's definitely one of those things where it's got to be the perfect weather all day and for the rest of the week um if i'm if i'm breaking these bad boys out uh but i agree just a beautiful shoe a whole shoe in velvet Eh? talk about strange love indeed that's coming in at my respectable number four okay coming in at number three the bronze medal of the list I am going to get so much flack for putting this on my list and instead of the off-white Jordan 5, but damn it, it feels good to me. Coming in at number three, the Reebok and Tom and Jerry collection, still standing behind it four or five months later, however long it's been. That collection is good, will probably end up in my most slept on category at the end of the year. I don't have any of the shoes. They're easily accessible and I could get them. But I'm choosing not to, but that does not negate the fact that it's a good collaboration. I will definitely say I think this is definitely the most slept on collab. This is the most slept on shoe. Um, I don't I don't see your vision, but but I, I see your passion, you know, and I respect your love for <laughs> That's this beautiful. Shoe. Hey, wow. dude, I'm bringing you, the hitters. You bulldozed right through that. But that was poetry that happened there. <laughs> So, I yeah, it's a interesting collab, but it is very odd how much you enjoy this and have enjoyed this and will continue to enjoy this. But yeah, you might you might catch in flack, but hey, you know, it's our podcast, so do what you want. Not every shoe in that release was a hitter, but Instapump Furies, that's the one I'll get the most hate for maybe, but Instapump Furies definitely were and Club C's were too. So, keep mm. an eye out again. Maybe if I, if I keep missing out on the new releases, might have to go back and get them. If you didn't see it, there's a uh, there's a company called Bait that did a, uh, their own special packaging that included the shoes and a T-shirt. Phenomenal, good packaging too. This the collection just hits all my check boxes for what makes a good shoe. So that's why I like it so much. Not bad, not bad for a number three. I think it's a good bronze. It's a good bronze. Coming in at number two, silver medal. We got the foil. We got the aluminum. Coming in strong, Space Hippie Collection. I don't know if I can continue doing collections for spots, so if I got to narrow it down, the Space Hippie one. At the time of go. recording, these haven't come out yet. By the time this episode releases, they will have come out. Tanner and I will have both missed out on them and cried ourselves to sleep several consecutive nights in a row. Yes, it is the uh, phenomenon of sneakers app. You do what you got to do, but uh, I agree. This is going to be a awesome collection, um, but specifically the Space Hippie one looks super clean. Fingers crossed that everyone is kind of on all the others because there's four shoes, so maybe... Space Hippie 1 will get a little less love, and then we can show it some love, but we'll see. I mean, the fact that Nike is literally selling us recycled garbage is just, I mean, that is just pure capitalism right there, and I am 100% on board. (laughs) We're here for it. We literally can't give them our money fast enough for it. Uh, It's it's honestly getting sad. (laughs) For those of you that are not familiar with the Space Hippie collection, this is Nike's most recent uh, recycling initiative where a lot of the shoes and there's a t-shirt that comes out of the release as well are made with recycled materials uh, leftover scraps from their other manufacturing processes so uh, this year was the big year for me I got on board with recycling 
just at my home, all around the metal straw. I'm doing the whole thing. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I got the tote bag when I go to Rouse's now. We're not doing plastic anymore. So I'm trying to continue living that lifestyle through this shoe. Could you imagine using plastic bags in a grocery store? (laughs) Cringe. (laughs) Jeez. Okay, it's not 2007 anymore, everybody. Come on. <laughs> Ooh, what are you doing with it? <laughs> what are you throwing it in the trash and go sit in a dump for hundreds of years? <laughs> Ooh, weird. If you're still one of those people, it's not too late to change. Hang on to the plastic bags. You can bring them to your local Home Depot or Rouse's, and both of those places recycle plastic bags. That's what I do when I end up getting them and I don't want them. Stay woke, people. Less cringe. Wow. Save our planet. What podcast is this? Did you switch over? <laughs> All right, put on the corporate face. We're back here. <laughs> let's come let's come back to State of the Shooting. Bring reel it back in. <laughs> Ted talk. Tanner, reel us back in for my number one pick. Can I get that sweet, sweet appropriate drum roll? That was that was really good. You're making progress here. Hey, if I keep doing it, I'll get better. The very obvious, probably doesn't need to be said, pick for best shoe of the year, Chunky Dunky. That shoe, again, hits all the check boxes. Good looking, good collaboration. Wish it had not been so limited and exclusive, but that's the way of the world these days. Uh, I don't feel obligated to go super in-depth describing the shoe or the rollout or anything because we literally just did a whole episode dedicated to that shoe, so check it out if you haven't heard it, but... In the words of Pusha T, if you know, you know, this shoe, it's, I think this is one of the strong front runners for sneaker of the year. There's still six months left for something to come out and surprise us, but come on. We all saw how this one went. I mean, I wish I could say that was a bold statement, but yeah, I, I might have to agree. It, it, it's definitely probably going to make the top three list for sneaker of the year. It's a hundred percent. I'll, I'll. Money in the Bank right now, best collab of the year. Everything about it, uh, I think, is best. It being a dunk, does that help it? Probably. Did they foresee the dunk hype? Who knows? But yeah, the Chunky Dunky, hate it or love it, it is a phenomenal collab. Like I said, I mean, like we said in the episode, I'm not a big fan of this shoe, but I can appreciate how phenomenal the collab was. And that alone should make you like this shoe what a what a gold medal right there that well deserved no controversy at all <laughs> i will spend the rest of 2020 being sad every time i see it on instagram just knowing that i will never get my hands on a pair but you can yeah. admire it from afar you can just appreciate it for being the good work of art that it is i don't think that's an yeah. exaggeration it's a good no shoe. i don't it is a very good shoe So that being said, that's about it. Like I said, it's a pretty straightforward episode. Those are our picks for Sneaker of the Year halfway through. Like we said, we got six months left ahead of us, and the way things are going, they could announce something later this week that would get higher up on our list as well. So by the time you're listening to this, hit us up. Let us know how you think we did. If you got a shoe that we didn't mention, let us know what you think deserves to be a contender for Sneaker of the Year, and then catch us in six months coming back and doing the real end-of-the-year episode and saying, Oh, we got it right. We nailed it. Mm, which, I'll be honest, we probably did. We are very good at our job. And by job, I mean <laughs> this fun thing we do. This non-paying hobby that we do. We put a lot of time yeah. into it, too. I know. Doesn't pay. Doesn't pay. We just love it. We just love it. 
We do it for y'all. I mean, really, we do it for us, and y'all happen to like it too. But we do it for y'all. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, it's 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 for everyone. It's 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 a love, <laughs> love. It's a love, love. I love doing it, and I love that people enjoy what we're doing. So everyone sue wins. me. Well, don't <laughs> sue me. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Again, we're not making money from this. <laughs> So that's our episode for the day. Before we wrap up, we did want to kind of briefly touch on everything that's going on in America right now. Police brutality, the murder of George Floyd, everything, everything going on there. So I I was feeling a little bit guilty last week that we put out the episode and didn't say anything about it. For perspective, we recorded that episode before any of this really kind of happened. So we're still kind of chugging along with the state of the Shunyan program over here because I think it's nice for people to have something that they can kind of take a, a little break from everything going on with and just distract themselves, even if it's just for 20, 30 minutes, however long the episode is. But we would be foolish not to really recognize and acknowledge just the extreme injustice and racial profiling that's been going on for longer than a week. It's been hundreds of years going on now. So it's kind of boiling up now and I don't I don't want to get too specific and like uh, us pushing our agenda and everything like that but just realize where we're at with the country what's happening right now is necessary to bring about change and from our perspective if we want to just talk about shoes here this sneaker culture that we love and want to talk about all the time would literally not be anything without black culture so we can't sit here and do this show without acknowledging that fact and giving credit to it it is also important uh, while being very involved um, and aware to debrief um, yourself um, and kind of mentally relax. This can be a very trying time with however you feel that you're involved. Uh, but like Ryan said, the sneaker culture very much is tied with black culture. Um, and you can't love sneakers without loving black culture as well. Uh, so it is important for us to acknowledge it. it's important for the nation to acknowledge what is going on and the importance that it is. Um, and really the most important thing, um, if you are not personally involved is to just listen and learn, um, and individually do better, uh, whether, wherever that applies. Um, and I think if we all do better then the nation will do better, which means that the world will do better. Um, so let's just sit back, let's listen, and let's get involved however you feel the need. Well put. Well put indeed. So to bring it back in, to tie it back in how it pertains to the show, we're going to try and maintain the course of doing one episode a week. Uh, you might see us a little bit less active on Instagram and stuff like that. To be quite honest, it's it's hard to find the motivation to keep talking about shoes when there's so many more important things that need our attention and our energy right now. So sorry if we're a little bit quiet, but you know, kind of necessary kind of need to be elsewhere right now, but we'll try and keep doing this thing. It's good for us. It's good for y'all. That being said, Oh boy, here comes the corporate plug. Uh, Check us out on Instagram at shoe podcast and online at shoe Wherever you listen to the podcast, please subscribe. So, you know, when the episodes are coming out, leave that little rating and review. We appreciate it. Uh, It's been a while since we recorded an episode. I think those are all the necessary plugs we have to make. But as always, Tanner, any wise words you want to leave the people with? Uh, I think uh, today, today's the wise words will just be simple. Listen and learn. Thanks for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host, Tanner Young.